Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back here another week on Biz Radio Asheville. We are officially one years old. Matt has allowed me to become a sophomore here on the Biz Radio <laughs> team. Yes. <laughs> And I just want to thank all the listeners for continuing to stay with us, even with this change of time. We're no longer on Fridays. We're on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. So I just always want to thank everybody, including Matt, for the support. But today's one of my favorite monthly segments. It's CPA Chat Today with fellow CPA Michelle Tra. Say hello, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> and thank you. We, we were having some... Um, technical difficulties. So we're ready to roll this morning. And as always, Michelle, if can you just give a plug? We were talking about how you've been getting more clients. How can people get in contact with you before we get started to um, check out your services that you offer? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yes, thank you so much. Um, and I just want to say, uh, yes, all technical difficulties aside, I love the CPA chat. We get to Me totally too. geek out and talk just, you know, <laughs> CPA to CPA, just chat yes. away over all sorts of fun accounting things. Um, so yes. this is, is a great program and and thank you so much for, for you know, doing this, Veronica. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so folks um, can certainly uh, go on the um, my website and look at our team, our client list, the services that we offer. It's a great resource of information. And then on the website, there's a contact us link, of course, so they can always do that or they can always email us or they can always uh, just call. Just call. <laughs> just call. Awesome. The phone number is on the website as well as our email and the contact us sheet. Uh, and we do uh, nothing but small businesses and not-for-profits. Um, and so we're happy to help. Awesome. And it's funny that you mentioned and you can call because... I never pick up my phone and Michelle has beat me before for that. And Michelle's like, did you get my voicemail? I'm like, I haven't checked my voicemail this week. And it was like a Wednesday. I think that might also show our age difference for us. Yes, that's true. But you know what? I find myself now that I'm zooming so much more. I'm like, let's just jump on a call. Like, right. let's just go old school and do a phone call. Yes. So, well, let's jump into today's show, which is yeah. all about the profit and loss statement. And I have to say, I cheated a little bit because a lot of what we're going to be talking about, I just 
did an article in the Envoy magazine, which is a sponsor of Viz Radio Asheville. And that's what I talked about because while teaching my financial tools class this month at Mountain Viz Works, and Michelle, I know you also teach basics of bookkeeping and accounting. Where do you teach that at, Michelle? So generally that's with the Small Business Center at the Blue Ridge Community College. Awesome. And so I always hear people talking about, I'm so intimidated about financial statements and what's a P&L, what's a profit and loss, what's an income statement, all these different names. So I thought when I was thinking about topics, I'm like, this would be great, um, especially this time of the year where most folks were in May, you should either have a, a filed an extension for your taxes, <laughs> hopefully, or you've already filed your taxes. So now it's time that you should be analyzing your results for the year. You know, a lot of people want to know, how did I do the first four um, months of the year? And at this point of the month, typically by the 15th of the month, your accountant should have those results for you. So once this airs, you should have four months under your belt. So we definitely wanted to jump into why it's so important for the longevity and the success of your business to really understand the profit and loss statement. And I'll hand it over to you, Michelle, to dig into what is a profit and loss statement? Yeah, no, you're exactly right, Veronica. I mean, it is really important. And it's one of the three main financial statements that all businesses should be reviewing, looking at, evaluating on a regular basis. And I know we only have time to talk about one. So, so we're going to talk <laughs> about the profit and loss statement. It's interesting. A lot of people call it different names, as you were just mm -hmm. alluding to. It's called the income statement. Sometimes it's called, um, you know, the, the P&L, short for profit and loss. I mean, it's all over the map. But at the end of the day, this is really important because what it shows, and everybody who has a business knows this, it shows your revenues and your expenses. Mm -hmm. And so why it's so important to kind of get your hands and arms around the revenues and expenses is just for so many great reasons. It's going to it's going to show you all the categories maybe of the revenues with streams, you know, where are they coming in from? It can show you things like cost of goods sold or cost of services provided. So that's going to be a deduction from your gross revenues to give you your gross profit, if you will. And then it's going to show you all the other what we call overhead expenses. And those are going to be all over the map, right? So things uh -huh. like our favorite payroll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So of course, you've got payroll. You may have rent. You yep. may have uh, supplies, office supplies. You may have repairs and maintenance or building yep. supplies. You may have, I mean, it just depends. It runs the gamut, all sorts of things. Um, we call these the overhead expenses because they're things that may not be directly attributable to what it is that you actually do, the services you provide or the products that you make, but right. they are still important to have in your business. And so they're going to be shown on your P&L as well. And so when you take those gross revenues, less all those costs, the cost of product producing, cost of service provided, less all those other overhead expenses, subscriptions, um, continuing education costs, uh, mm -hmm. supplies, whatever it might be, travel. And then you get net income. Woohoo! There we are. The, yeah. the bottom line. <laughs> yes. And one thing that I didn't realize, Michelle, and with you being a, a teaching accountant also, a lot of people think 
that they pay taxes on the money that's in their bank account. But we know that it's based off of your profit and loss. It's based off of your net income. Do you get that quite a bit where people are like, Michelle, do I need to spend all this money before the end of the year because I don't <laughs> want to pay taxes? Because I get that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting because, you know, and when we start a business, most people can think on the cash basis and that's what they think about. And so they mm -hmm. think, well, I've got this money and that's what I've made. And so therefore I'm going to be taxed on that. But as we know, there are so many other expenses to a business, things that you have to pay for, things that happen in your business that, that you reduce your gross revenues and give you a net income. And that's what you ultimately, at, to some degree, will pay taxes on, for example. So, I mean, everybody gets hung up on the taxes. I think taxes, shall I say, are a good thing. Um, yep. by, by way of saying that, I mean, I get it. It's kind of you know, onerous in terms of complying with the rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff. But if you have to pay taxes, that's a good thing because you're making money. Exactly. I'm so glad that you said that. Like, you know, in the beginning of your business, when I get that money can be really tight, you're really probably spending more than what you're bringing in. Mm -hmm. But the goal is to pay taxes. The goal is not to keep trying to figure out ways to play this game towards the end of the calendar year to figure out, well, how much money can I keep for operations, but at the same time, I want to reduce my taxable income. If you're doing pretty good with your business, you have more than enough money to pay your taxes. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about what is the profit and loss statement telling us? Um, you know, the P&L statement can answer very specific questions. You know, is your company profitable? Um, you want to be closely monitoring your financials so you know, like, well, maybe your business is seasonal and you know that your sales are stronger in the first quarter of the calendar year, January, February, March, but it might slow down in those summer months in July, August, and September in that third quarter. So these are all things that the profit and loss statement will tell you. It would also tell you, are you incurring expenses efficiently? You know, a lot of times, like you said, Michelle, a lot of people are running their business off of their bank account. Mm -hmm. You can have a very abnormally high revenue month and then you can spend abnormally high also. But why do that? If you're looking at your profit and loss statement, you know what those fixed costs are, those costs that you have to pay regardless if you have any sales. But that's the time that you can utilize that extra cash maybe to reinvest in your business if it's through bonuses, if it's assets. So you really can manage your business and scale up by looking at your profit and loss statement every month, not quarterly, not just when you have to file your taxes, but you should be looking at this every month. So Michelle, do you have any experiences of clients where looking at the profit and loss statement um, after they probably didn't, it was just looking at bank statements that helped them scale up their business or expose areas where they can, you know, do a little better? You know, I, I love that question. Um, what that's kind of what we do in, in our practice is work with our clients to be able to see that mm. most efficiently and effectively, right? Because when you look at a P&L, it, it, to the layman, to someone who's not maybe familiar with it, um, I think you know, we can look at it and say, oh, okay, yeah, that's the money I made. And okay, maybe these are my expenses, but what is this really telling me? Right. And so that's where we try to help our clients really get to the to the nitty gritty of analyzing what is it trying to tell you? And I find that it's really helpful to mm -hmm. bucket your business in different ways. Like for example, you know, let's just say you, you provide three different types of services. Like even mm -hmm. in my own practice, right? Maybe mm -hmm. we do accounting 
you know, actual, uh, you know, what some people refer to as bookkeeping or accounting or actual transactional work for our clients. And then uh, in some cases, we're the contract CFO. So there's a little bit more involved in it. And it's, you know, being there for meetings and doing some analysis. And then in some cases, maybe we just provide consulting. And Uh so it's really important to to analyze the divisions or the different ways that your business brings in revenue, maybe one area is doing better than the other. And Uh so if you can categorize your revenues and your expenses in this way, then it can really scream at you when you look at it, right? Oh, Uh I'm not doing so well over here. And let's just Uh say using my organization as an example, let's just say, oh, the consulting is, is, has more expenses than revenue. So we would say it's no, not, it's not doing very well or it's losing money. But then over on the other side, maybe the contract CFO work is doing much better. Maybe Uh we have more clients in that area. And so is it okay to still offer the consulting services? Should we should we take that offer off the table or should Uh we expand it or should we change it? Or is it okay to be what we call a lost leader? Is it okay to have an area or a division of our business actually losing money because the other areas make money and compensate for that? And it's a nice to have for those people or those organizations that are providing or getting those services. So it's, I think it's really important to, to really put your P&L, your, your profit and loss or your income statement in a way that speaks to you, the business owner or manager, that it can really be a useful tool. What is it really telling you? How do we break this down in chunks and digestible uh-huh. bits to really get the information from it that we need? Yeah, you hit it right on the head. And and that's a great thing about using QuickBooks, which we utilize with our clients is because you can put those things in buckets or what we call in QuickBooks classes. And you can have those different streams of income. And then you can also classify the corresponding expenses. So you almost have many profit and loss statements for all of these streams of income. And to your point, when I was younger in accounting, I would think at times, well, why are we still in this business? You know, when I worked for a company mm-hmm. and they would say, you know, we're not necessarily for this business trying to make money. We just want to break even, meaning we just want to pay our expenses, pay our people. And that's the purpose. That's keeping the lights on. We have this other product that's paying, that's really giving us that right. revenue. Right. And, some, right. and that's okay. I think sometimes people feel like everything has to make money. It doesn't necessarily have to if you have other complementary services that is also bringing revenue in. So that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, you know, when when you understand how to really read the P&L, to your point before, you know, maybe we can look at it and say, wow, you know, the, the products that we provide or the services that we're providing, the costs involved in, in directly producing that product is really high. And it's not giving us enough gross profit margin to support the rest of the business, the overhead salaries and wages of our, of our admin staff, for example, or other postage or copy machine uh-huh. expenses or all these other things and so you know when you understand how to read it and where to find the the gaps or the holes or how to plug or or you know fix an area that's really that's that's really what's important and that will help you as you said scale up your business or fix it while we're still in motion you know oh i need to stop spending so much money on you know buying these raw products that i mm-hmm. i use to go into my my organization or my product or whatever or maybe i need to find a different vendor or supplier that is a cheaper product so just yes. so much so much information can be gleaned from it 
Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you plug that your business does that, you know, your firm um, does that because so many times I talk to people where they're saying, well, I just have a bookkeeper and they just reconcile the books maybe mm -hmm. three or four times a year. And that's something I feel like that should be part of the accounting services that you're paying for is like, yes, I appreciate you reconciling my books, but I need the financials that come with it and just high level some highlights of what's going good. Mm -hmm. what's going bad and things to look out for. Yep. So, you know, Michelle, you mentioned that we have three financial statements. We have um, cash flow statement, balance sheet, and the profit and loss statement. A lot of times our small business owners are always looking at balance sheet and the profit and loss statement. What is the difference between those two? Because I think sometimes people get that confused because I hear them say, oh yeah, pull out my profit and loss or, you know, and, and the balance sheet, or is that the same thing? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think most people understand an income statement or a P&L and that's probably the one they're looking at. And nine times out of 10, for small business owners or people just getting started, that's the only statement they're looking at. But, mm -hmm. you know, as accountants, you know, I always tell people, oh my gosh, that's great. But you know what? This balance sheet, oof, that's where it uh -huh. all sits. That's the uh -huh. super important one and not to overlook it because it contains something totally different than the P&L. Like there isn't really yep. a way to compare the two. The yep. P&L, the income statement, again, revenues, less expenses to get your net income. On the balance sheet side, it's going to show you what you own all your assets, the cash in your bank, the receivables, people, what people owe you money. That's, that's really all those fixed assets, things that you own and or are due to you. And then it's also going to show you that the liability section, right? So what is, what is owed to you or what do you, sorry, what do you owe people in terms of payables and, you know, what are your bills and what liabilities do you have, what loans do you have outstanding? And so when you understand the balance sheet showing you those things, what you own less what you owe, and therefore you have this equity, what's mm -hmm. left over in your business, it's really a fun statement to look at. It's really a fun statement to analyze and understand. Uh, but the two are are linked, but they're very different. Um, so yes. within the equity is where that net income will flow into the balance sheet. But it's really important for small business owners to remember to look at the balance sheet, not just the P&L. That's very true. And I think also with the profit and loss statement, every month you're going to start off with a new revenue number. Right. A new expense number. But with your balance sheet, that's a rolling balance. Hence the name. Right. You know, I tell people just because you're in a new month, you don't have zero in your bank account, you know, cash or that people who owe you money, your accounts receivable just, just doesn't go away because now you're in January 1 versus December 31st. So that's also something that's unique is that the balance sheet is going to continue to have a balance until it's closed out. And that's why it's important to look at that as well, because mm -hmm. sometimes I'll have clients and they're like, I have no idea why there's a $30,000 loan <laughs> on my balance sheet. And I'm like, well, let's clear this up because that's affecting the equity. That's affecting yep. your value in the business. And if we could talk a little bit too about equity, I think that's an area a lot of people of, of any part of the financials, they're like, their minds blown. They're like, what's equity? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's an important part of the balance sheet. And I think it is important that people look at it, like we've said, and the point that you raised about, you know, that's what I tell clients too. The balance sheet never goes away, but mm -hmm. your PL will always start over every first of your new fiscal year and you can run it so that you only see it for one month as you were referring to or mm -hmm. what did i do this month compared mm -hmm. to last month mm -hmm. or you know year to date compared to prior year year to date 
Yeah. Uh, but the balance sheet never goes away. And, it, and so a lot of a lot of skeletons get hidden yes. <laughs> on the balance sheet. And, and again, to your point, the equity is, is a really important section. Again, it's what we own less what we owe. And that's the equity. And I, I explain equity to people, particularly when we're teaching our classes, like mm-hmm. when you own a home, I think people understand that really easily. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you buy a house, let's just say you buy a house for it's a $200,000 home. It's mm-hmm. not anymore. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but let's just say it's a $200,000 home. You put $10,000 down payment. Now you have a mortgage for $190,000. So you pay against your principal, but what you owe is $190,000. The value of your asset is $200,000. What you have left over is the equity in your home. And people mm-hmm. understand that they can go take out equity lines of credit or loans on their yep. house. So that's the same thing in a business. What you own, less what you owe, is this leftover, what's this equity in your business. It shows you what it's really worth, what the value is of that business in essence. Wow. Drop the mic. That was good. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Just so you know, that was great. I love that because I think it does help. I tell people all the time, you know, accounting is a foreign language, but is the language of business. And I think so many times it's so much easier to relate things to what people are familiar with day to day, because a lot of times they don't know accounting until they started a business. Right, right. How do you explain equity to your students? I basically tell them it's the value of your business. If you were to sell it, this is what it, it would technically be worth. You know, of course, things have to be, you know, evaluated and all that. But I definitely say it's the value of your business because of that retained earnings. And if you're pulling money out of your business, if you're doing an owner's investment as well, that's that's kind of my gist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michelle, we're already to the end of the show. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> that flew by, but all great stuff as always. I'm hoping everybody listening took something away from the profit and loss statement and um, for nonprofits, that is the statement of activities, correct? Right. That's exactly correct. Yeah. So again, I just want to thank everybody for tuning into the show and to remember our new time is 11 a.m. on Wednesdays. And again, if you want to find out anything about Biz Radio Asheville, you can go to bizradioashville.com. And if you need any accounting services, please check out michelletrascpa.com. And she's all over social media. So check her out as well. And until next time, we'll see you next month on the next CPA chat. Nice. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.